why don't you read the first paragraph there on the inner flap? All right. <clears throat> when Mama shares some fresh lemonade with the cubs, brother, sister, and Honey Bear have a great idea. Why not make a lemonade stand to share with the whole neighborhood? Sure enough, everyone stops by for a refreshing glass of lemonade, and the day turns into a wonderful event. All right, see you later, everyone. That's the story. <laughs> Bye. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week, we're jumping ahead a little bit. I didn't want to come. There's a there's a couple of books that I want to wait till the appropriate holiday to discuss because I don't I don't feel like discussing them right now. It would be weird. And so I'm jumping ahead a little bit to an I can read beginning one reading level book from uh, HarperCollins Publishers, written by Mike Berenstain, based on characters created by Stan and Jan Berenstain. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Uh, from 2014, uh, an important an important date. Because I thought, I'm looking at it now, and I realize there is no way I could have read this book to this week's guest, because <laughs> she would have been 13 years old at the time, and that would have been weird. So maybe I read this to Mitzi. I just okay. remember being at Central Library and reading this book. So let that go. <laughs> That's why you have no memory of this guest because you never read it before until uh-huh. today until because today. this week's book is the berenstain bears possessive s lemonade stand and the guest is the master of lemonade stands herself my co-host for it's del toro time welcome back to the show willow hello willow hi hey you i've love never a lemonade been, stand. i've never seen a lemonade stand you in love life. a lemon you just you every weekend you were out there with your pitcher yeah hawking, clearly hawking that sweet 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 sugar juice maybe i'd have more business sense if i did sometimes you'd be like come get your yellow lemonade sometimes you'd be like come get your pink lemonade but it was always lemonade all the time I'm glad that you've you've made up this this uh, narrative about my life. <laughs> and you know what the great thing about selling lemonade is? What? <laughs> <laughs> is around the corner fudge is made. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> good night, everyone. This has been Stephen Bear Country signing off for good. <laughs> no, seriously, Bear's lemonade stand. This is barely a story. Uh, was this a story? It's got some exciting things. In it, it has though. no conflict. <laughs> like a bear attempting to hurt the children. <laughs> That's true. Purpose. It does. It does have a bear trying to blow up the children. If you've ever wanted to be afraid that the children would be set on fire, <laughs> this is the book for you. Uh, putting the children in mortal danger. So it's a hot day. Mm-hmm. It sure is a hot day in bear country. How yep. hot is it? It's a hot day. It's a hot day. That's the first line of the story. It's yep. a hot. It is. It is a hot day. No contractions for us because this is a learning to read book. Yep. So it is a hot day. Um, it's so every- hot that those those lemons are defying uh, the laws of, of physics. Mama has brought out lemonade for the cubs who are sweating, mm-hmm. and this is written and illustrated by Mike. So the cubs have their big bodies. These are Mike's 
when the cub like, earlier on in his like I am doing this by myself years, the cubs all seem to have smaller heads and bigger torsos. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to describe it. The proportions changed as he's gone on, but this is still like, and they're in kind of funky poses. Sister yeah. standing kind of weird. I mean, Honey Bear is able to move around on her own now. Yes, and we are at full capacity, I believe, for Honey Bear. Yep. Uh, I don't know if she'll ever grow beyond this, but she's, yeah, she's walking. She's drinking out of a glass. What's Papa doing? He's raking. He's raking the leaves. He's a good bear. He's not taking a break. He needs to get the job done. The motion lines around him make it look like he's just wiggling. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's he's shaking. He's got his rake. He's doing a little rake shake. And there's a mysterious stranger in the background of this page. <laughs> right. Who are these mysterious? Who is this mysterious stranger? We'll find out when we turn the page. Yep. Well, but no, first, we won't. <laughs> someone's coming down the street. Who is it? It's Mail Bear Bob, our favorite and, character. <laughs> and you know what I always say about Mail Bear Bob? What? He is very hot. He is very hot. Uh, if you ever wanted to know what it's like when Mike Berenstain draws the hottest bears in Bear Town, this is a book for you. Because here comes Mail Bear Bob. He is very hot. Papa Bear has apparated. (laughs) Papa Bear died of thirst because Mama wouldn't give him any lemonade. He is gone, gone, gone. Papa Bear has disappeared from the spread. So Mail Bear Bob comes by. And as a Mail Bear is apt to do, he will see a child eating or drinking something and demand some of it. He doesn't demand it. He asks for it. And then pays for it. He does. He offers them a quarter. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you take a quarter from your mail carrier? I don't talk to my mail carrier, so that'd be really weird. I would just give them a glass of lemonade. Uh, Have you heard about their mail trucks lately? (laughs) Right, right. It's not a good, it's not a, yeah. Yeah. If if your mail carrier comes by and asks you for something to drink because it's so hot, and they say, I'll give you a quarter, just, yeah. At that point, be a a kind bear. But they give him some lemonade. He (laughs) drinks it the way a, a normal person drinks. Yep. Completely normal. Yeah. Describe how a perfectly normal person drinks. They they pucker their lips at the edge of the glass and just pour that lemonade all over their face. Mm-hmm. Uh, pucker your lips as far out as they'll go and then uh, put a glass up to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then spill it down your chin. <laughs> and that is literally what Mailman Bob is doing. Mail Bear Bob. Yep. He, he is, uh, yeah, he is a sloppy drinker. He's a sloppy drinker, that one. Uh, mm-hmm. He's well into his cups, I'm sure. He's He's been in this round all day. Every house he's gone to has given him something to drink. Yep. <laughs> and he gives them a shiny 25 quarter. center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his nails. A quarter buck. Uh, he, it, I don't really understand how his fingers work in this um, illustration. <laughs> he he holds the quarter as a, as a normal person does. <laughs> yep. Somehow his... Wait, I'm trying to replicate it. <laughs> Somehow his, I guess it's like this. I guess it's like, okay, so he's pinching it between his thumb and forefinger. Mm-hmm. But his hand is, I can't make my, <laughs> I cannot make my fingers stick out. It looks like a Grinch hand. It's a Grinch hand. He has a Grinch hand. It is very, it, I mean, it's a cartoon. It's clearly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad because I can't make my hand do what <laughs> Mail Bear Bob's hand does. He's... Uh, either... If, if the my pinky only have four fingers, in order for my pinky to be above my other fingers, I have to be, I have to have my thumb and forefinger pointing down. He has his thumb and finger pointing out, but his pinky is, a, I don't know. They um, only have four fingers. Maybe they don't have pinkies. And they are bears. And yep. they are cartoons. 
Yep. So the wheels in our cub's head start spinning. We just made a whole quarter dollar off one cup of lemonade. They're going to profit off of their mother's labor. Yep. How about if we sell this stuff our mother bought and worked for? (laughs) For a profit? I don't know. They start selling lemonade for 25 cents. Oh, by the way, they also have a full-fledged lemonade stand. Yeah, it takes them half a second to set that up. It says the Cubs set up a lemonade stand. It does not say the Cubs set up their lemonade stand as Mm -hmm. if they just sort of had this in the garage like that they pull out every once in a while now this has been hammered and nailed together yep big sign on top lemonade 25 cents it's your basic lucy's psychiatry booth set up just for an actual lemonade they wrote lemonade in blood yep (laughs) (laughs) that's how they got those lemons those are blood lemons uh let me get the quadruplets yes so right next door Four of the hottest bears in Beartown. Yep. Some bears are mowing the lawn next door. They Why are they very mowing hot. it? They have two separate types of mowers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One is you're using a gas powered mower. The other, mm-hmm. I guess, maybe the new guy has to push the hand. Yeah. It's the hot. Why? You're right. Why do they have a gas powered <laughs> mower and a, and a, and a hand, two hand push mowers? They must draw straws to see who gets the the gasoline mower every day. And the one who draws the longest straw has to carry the grass basket around. Yes, they have have one grass basket. Your grass is bass. That's actually, that person has to hand pluck the grass. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a hierarchy uh, with the hot, hot lawn bears. Mm -hmm. And the, the lowest end of the totem pole is... You have to pluck the grass with your fists. At the upper end of the pole is you get to use the the lawnmower with the gas. And then Mm -hmm. right in the middle is the two push guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's good that we figured that out because these bears are hot and these bears thirst. And what are they thirsty for? Lemonade. Lemonade. We would like some lemonade, say the lawn bears. And you know that they're the lawn bears because it says on their shirt. Yeah. It's they got they got that uh that Tic Tac Tom shirt going on. They do, they do. These are hand lettered by Tom himself. Yep, you can tell because the B's are different, and also that E is upside down and backwards. What E is upside down and backwards? It looks like it looks like this E right here uh, on the second page of the middle bear is upside down and backwards. Oh, it does just because of the way it's sketched out. Yep. Hey, it's part of the logo. It's proprietary. They drink down the lemonade. Ah, it is good. But then who shows up? Where's the fourth lawn bear? The fourth lawn bear was not thirsty. Or not the... allowed. To... He's the lowest bear on the, yeah, on the yeah. in the pecking order. He is not allowed to drink. Yeah. Who shows up? The well-known next door neighbor of the bears, the bear you family. Know, the neighbor. You can know, see her house from their house. The, the neighbor whose house is right next door to the bear family's house that we've always seen. <laughs> yeah, and, just like you know, the, the, the the sidewalk in the street just in front of their house. The neighbor who wears, is that a dress or a jumper? I think it's a dress. Yeah, you know, the neighbor who wears a dress with a green sash, a green headband, and has a string of pearls and hoop earrings. That yeah. neighbor. You yep. know, their neighbor. <laughs> and she does, she is throwing a party. Mm-hmm. And she does what anyone throwing a party does when they are throwing their party, which is find a lemonade stand <laughs> and just say, we'll just use your lemonade stand for refreshments. Yep. The bears, the brother bear and honey bear both look real thrilled about that. Yeah. Yep. Yes. 
<laughs> they pucker their lips in amazement. Uh, because you, she's thought, like, you thought people were puckering their lips before. This isn't a pucker. This is an inverse pucker. Yes. Uh, I don't know what the look on their face is supposed to be. Maybe that's what the look brother gets when he sees nothing in his future but money, money, money. <laughs> yep. Because the guests to her party show up. Uh, we see her house finally. It is a beautiful house. We see someone else's house too. Yep. All of a sudden, the Bear family's house is surrounded by McMansions. Yep. The guests to her party show up. And clearly, the woman has said, we're just going to hang out in the street. And you're going to drink lemonade from this child's lemonade stand. I hope you brought change. Because it's going to cost you 25 cents a glass to uh, hang out at my party. Yeah. But we do get to see some bears wearing fashions we don't usually see bears wearing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like shirts. Like Hawaiian shirts, patterned shirts. There's a woman with like a hair, like a mm-hmm. a do-rag in her hair. Yeah. Like with it tied at the front. See a floppy sun hat. We do. I think that car on the right that the bears are coming out of, I think that's Lizzie Bruin's family's car. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's theirs. I think that's Mr. Bruin. Which means that they just pulled up to their house, saw that there was a lemonade stand, parked in the middle of the street, got out, and I'm just like... Also that they were invited to a party across from their street, their house. Right. And they drove there. And also the Bear family apparently wasn't invited to this party. Yeah. <laughs> because some other neighbors come outside. Clearly they weren't invited to the party either. Who's and doing the doing the funky walk back there? They want lemonade too. The lady in the sun hat? Yeah. So we've got bears coming from all over Bear Town now. Yeah. They've heard about this lemonade stand. The Cubs have one pitcher of lemonade. Look at the tongue of the lady in the corner. The tongue, the bears are so eager to drink lemonade. Their tongues are sticking out of their mouths at odd angles. It looks like a, just a pink dot on her face. Oh, we'll get to a dot in the mouth. Hold yeah, on. Yep. We're about to get to it. They only uh, have one pitcher of lemonade that should have gone for a max of like four glasses. They're serving this thing by the tumbler full. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the bear in the background, the woman in the background coming out of her house with the sun hat on is wearing what looks like a sheer see-through nighty, because of the way you can see the outline of her body and also the outline of the dress. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're supposed to be able to see through the dress. <laughs> it does. Like, Ma'am. <laughs> ma'am the lemonade will be there when you get back right (laughs) please put on please put something on over your over your loose fitting nightgown (laughs) so as happens when you have a lemonade stand everyone's like don't worry about running out of lemonade we'll bring our own lemonade also we'll bring hamburgers and what else Hot dogs and sandwiches and beer. Yes. Uh, or bottles of Worcestershire sauce. That uh, could be too. It could be bottles of Worcestershire sauce. We don't know. It could be beer brand beer. It could be beer brand beer. So we just watched an episode <laughs> of Gamma del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yep. We recorded an episode of It's Still Toro Time on this episode in which one of the characters drinks beer brand beer. Mm-hmm. It says beer uh, on it. It just says beer. It's a white label. says beer. You were astounded by this. Yes. Well, I don't know if astounded was the right word. <laughs> I was astounded by it. You brought it up while yeah. we were watching it. Uh, you have never, I guess, I guess you're too young for it. 
experience the joy of going to a grocery store and walking down the generic aisle, mm-hmm. which was a thing in grocery stores when I was a kid. And you would walk down this aisle. Every product would be in a white package, just yeah. bone white, that would just say the word on it. So you would see a box and it would say corn chips. That was it. You would see a canister and it would say peanuts. That was it. And you would see beer and it would say beer. And it was cheap and it was terrible. And I was like, oh, yeah, you've never experienced generic. Like now it's just the store brand. Like you just get the store brand or whatever. That's essentially the equivalent of it now. But the generic white label was a thing that we thought was very funny, but also it was cheap. Like you just get mm-hmm. cheap generic food and then you'd have like a, you know, hamburger buns. It's just a white package. Then was that supposed to suggest that they weren't like financially like wealthy? Yeah, that they were that they were like class, like they weren't classy. They weren't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it, it, it's sort of an indicator. You would see that you would see that as an indicator of someone who's not going to spend money on the name brand. Mm-hmm. Like they live simply. I yeah. guess we're discussing a Guillermo del Toro episode. <laughs> all of a the bears are not drinking generic beer. No, the bears are drinking Worcestershire sauce. Exactly. Oh, and also the bear on the right has his mouth open. He's facing the reader, and it looks like there is a mystery hole in his throat. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, uh, there's a circle. The- the xenomorph's th- second mouth is going to come out and launch at one of the kids. I think it's supposed to be his tongue, but who knows? <laughs> uh, we're poking a lot of fun at this. This is a harmless book, by the way. This is a harmless book. <laughs> it's a book about a lemonade stand. Yep. Um, too tall and his gang come by. Yeah. I guess we're about to see some bullying. Nope. Why we're else see would some you terrible bring dancing. Why would you bring too tall if you're not going to get someone bullied? If he's not going to punch brother in the face and demand all of his lemonade money? So that he can bring his radio, stereo. And do what? Dance. Because we are at a full-on block party at this point. Yep. Um, And you pointed out that this is essentially not just the stereo. Mm-hmm. These are the poses from the sleepover party, the yep. sleepover book. Like, that, it's literally he, Mike has drawn the bears in the exact same dance poses that they were drawn in that book. I think he mm-hmm. just copied them. Which would make sense, because why would you want to spend all of that time? To... <laughs> Come on, these are amazing dances. This is, they are. This is, this is equivalent to the Peanuts dance. Look like, at look at the red, the one in the red shirt next to Too Tall. Mm-hmm. Tell me that's not an amazing dance move. Look at the one next to her, the girl next to her. She's whipping her head around so so hard that her, her beads are flying out behind her. Yeah. She's leaning back. I don't even know what she's doing. Is that a duck walk? I don't know. Look at the two, two <laughs> bears on the Return of the, the duck left. walk. <laughs> One bear has put his knee up on another bear's knee. Is he about to flip himself over? I'm not sure what's happening. One of them is pretending a, to sing into a microphone. I thought he was. I thought he was just marching away. <laughs> and then cousin Fred is down in the lower right hand corner, just snapping his fingers. Man, he is. Just when snap. did cousin Fred become part of Two Tall's gang? When did cousin Fred get so buff? Look at his chest. Yeah, jeez. That's why he's part of Two Tall's gang now. He could beat that boy up. He's strong. His glasses are smaller. He knows how to keep the beat. He listens to cool jazz. Look at that guy. History's Vainers. greatest block party. Oh, you History's also see. Yeah, look at him over on the left. Look at cousin in front of the left. Look at that chest. Barrel yeah. chest. Yep, it's a block party now. That, it also does not call any of them out by name. No, that red, that one in the red shirt with the bright blue has the deepest V neck. 
yes. For a for a ten year old, that is quite the plunging neckline. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh well then th- then the block party just becomes a money making enterprise for mm-hmm. everyone. Because then Farmer Ben shows up with his produce truck and just starts selling apples to everyone. Yep. I don't know why this ticks me off so much. And something else. He's just selling balls. Yeah. (laughs) Multicolored balls. The cone hat on, apparently. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what that hat is. It's his farmer hat. (laughs) Yep. Farmer and Mrs. Ben are there in their hats, in their produce truck. I want to call attention to the amount of technical detail that has been put into this umbrella. Yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah. Mike, Mike has taken the time to draw each like the 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 umbrella has like you have your what are they called? Your umbrella slats, tendrils. <laughs> the thing that holds the like that is the umbrella without the metal the cover. frame. The metal frame. He has drawn the metal frame on the inside of the umbrella, but also each individual loop that the metal frame has gone through has been mm-hmm. painstakingly illustrated and colored in. Plus, he could have just left it at that, but he also has a support pole mm-hmm. that has been threaded through the main pole of the umbrella that attaches the umbrella to the side of the truck. He didn't have to go this hard on the umbrella, but clearly, he clearly he was like, I want to draw an umbrella. I want to draw a complicated umbrella. I'm putting it in the Berenstain Bears lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> and his publisher was already just like, fine, draw, you build a story around this umbrella you've created in your mind. <laughs> Because I don't think any umbrella has ever been this complicated, Mike. Nope. Fair and St. Bear's Lemonade Stand. Uh, also, at the Lemonade Stand is another bear wearing a very a very low-cut low, low cut neckline. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the book of low-cut necklines, apparently. Yeah. In Beartown, your your V-neck goes down basically to the bottom of your sternum. <laughs> yep. Okay, these are bears that were going to a party, is, remember. Is there a they, gym teacher back there? Heck yeah. Arms <laughs> crossed, sleeveless shirt. He wasn't invited to the party. So some of these bears were invited to a nice party, and they ended up having to stand out in the street and buy lemonade from children. The other half were just riffraff who showed up off the street. I got more lemonade for their lemonade stand, though. Then Grizzly Gus shows up and tries to kill the children. So this is the yep. part of the book <laughs> that I remember reading and was like, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in a children's <laughs> book. Please explain to the listeners what is happening in this illustration. Well, Grizzly Gus brings fireworks and he sets up he sets up the little thing that you shoot the fireworks off of. He sets it up yes. in front of the lemonade stand. In front of the lemonade stand. Aimed towards the lemonade stand. Right. So yeah. he's shooting off what are they? Like rockets? Like bottle rockets? They're pretty intense, whatever they are. But they're not bottle rockets, because he has a like a shoot for them, like a ramp, yeah, like a like a thing you'd launch a like a mortar shot out of. Yep. Except it's made out of wood, and it's held up by two sticks. Now you would put something. This is ridiculous. Why would you shoot a firework off at an angle in the first place? You would shoot it up, but yep. in any case, because it's at a low, like a it's, it's yeah. at a shallow angle. Yeah, it is. He has set it up. How far <laughs> would you say this is from the lemonade stand? Uh. Half a foot at Half most. a foot? Six inches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it aimed away from the lemonade stand? Nope. <laughs> Where is it aimed? Directly towards it. It's aimed clearly at the lemonade stand. So imagine children at a lemonade stand. You've set up a firework launcher six 
inches from the stand, pointed at the stand to shoot off a rocket that is larger than your head. Yep. That is what Grizzly Gus has done. The kids aren't moving, by the way. Neither is anyone else. Yep. He shoots off the firework. It explodes. How high in the air would you say this is? Um, Like 10 feet. 10, 15 feet. It doesn't get up very high. Yeah. Explodes right above the Cubs' heads. <laughs> yep. He sets them off. So it says he sets them off. They are very pretty. The party is over. If you cut the line, they are very pretty, it would make more sense. Yep. Grizzly Gus has fireworks. He sets them off. The party is over. Yep. Because everyone's because is, dead. Because he has wounded the children and set fire to their lemonade stand. I can't explain how terrifying this is. Like, it's if you can't see the image, you just don't get it that... Uh, Someone we sat see down. the trail that the firework follows. Right. It's in the faces of those children. Yeah. I, I was just going to say that someone sat down and drew this picture and said, this makes sense. But that's not true because it wasn't someone who sat down and drew this picture. Mike Berenstain sat down and, <laughs> and was like, good enough. Mike, I know that you don't listen to every episode of the show. I know that you only listen to the episodes of the show where I'm discussing a book that means a lot to you. So if you're listening to this, if for some reason this book means a lot to you, I don't know if it does. Mike, this is a weird book for this picture alone. You have to admit, he's shooting those fireworks off alarmingly close to the faces of these children who are the main characters of the book. And also, then everyone runs for there's lives. a Joker bear in the corner. Look at how far her smile goes. Oh my gosh, she has a Glasgow <laughs> smile. Yeah. Yeah, someone has cut... Okay, you want to know how she got these scars? Fireworks. Lemonade. Fireworks lemonade stand. <laughs> yep. Then Mama brings him out some more lemonade. Yep. And what does she say? That will be 25 cents. They all laugh at Mama's joke. We didn't uh, talk about the fact that there's a repeating line throughout this entire book. Which is? Ah, it is good. If you learn nothing else from this book, you will learn to read the line, ah, it is good. Uh, also, Mama, I thought the last you would you would be forgiven if you thought that the last page was a picture of now the Cubs are back home drinking lemonade because mm -hmm. the background is no longer a burning lemonade stand. And it is beige. Counter. There's it looks like the Bears dining tables in there. Yeah, it is just a beige wall that they mm -hmm. are standing in front of, like a sort of like a gross beige wall. <laughs> and Papa Bear is looking lovingly at Mama Bear. <laughs> Thoughtful or something. He's he's. He's hold, he's cupping his elbow and he has his finger up to the side of his face like, hmm. I guess he's just tickled by her joke, her hilarious joke, Mama's hilarious joke. So, Willow, did this book make you thirsty? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, oh, well, but you're drinking anyway. So, yeah, ladies no. and gentlemen, my experiment is a failure. I was wondering if the book would make Willow thirsty, but she has a, a canister <laughs> of water and has just been drinking it the entire time. Yes. Uh, would you say you are thirsty? Thurston? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Inside joke between me and Willow. It would mean absolutely nothing to you. And we're not going to explain it because it's not nope. funny. Yep. Because <laughs> it's not funny. It's just it's a funny joke. It, it's an inside joke. It's not um, funny. It's just funny is what you were about to say. So this is a book. This is beginning one reading. Simple sentences for eager new readers. Mm -hmm. Hot, eager, thirsty readers. <laughs> <laughs> what have we learned? Um, 
that firework safety is unimportant because nothing will go wrong. We've learned that there are at least five very hot bears in Beartown. Mm-hmm. We learned that the bears have next door neighbors and a street in front of their house. Right. Not a sunny dirt road. Yeah. Big old street. Uh, we learned that there are McMansions in Beartown. Mm-hmm. And that no one knows how to throw a good party. Yeah, absolutely nobody. Except for Too Tall and his gang. Who are still doing dances, the same dances they did over 20 years ago. Yep. Maybe 20 years ago. Uh, but they're always the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Fists aren't always flying. Do you have any more deep thoughts on the Berenstain Bears lemonade stand? <laughs> Why are their cups so big? Why are they serving lemonade out of tumblers is the question. You're supposed to use little tiny cups yeah, to stretch your lemonade dollar. Because uh, like you said, that's maybe maybe two glasses of lemonade coming out of this pitcher on the back. They have unending lemonade in that pitcher, apparently. So best Berenstain Bears book? Oh, yeah. 100%. It's certainly not the worst Berenstain Bears book. <laughs> no. It is a very inert Berenstain. I would, no, I, that's unfair. You know what I'm going to say? It's got some fun drawings in it. Mm-hmm. We get to see some colorful shirts on the bears. We get a lot of fun bears. We get a great drawing of the houses. I love the way he's drawn these McMansions. Yes. We get the lawn bears. They're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that the lawn bears were sitting in the back of their truck. I thought those were a bunch of crutches. <laughs> but I can't tell what they're supposed to be. What they're are these? They're the lawnmowers, aren't they? Oh, those are the handles. They're just all colored yellow, so it looks like a bunch of crutches. Uh, also... There's four lawn bears. Uh-huh. We only see three of them in that one shot. And we also only see three of them at the beginning of the opening of the book. Do we? No, we see four. No, no. It, further back in the opening of the book. Do we? Uh, in Before the story even starts at all. Oh. See? We see the three bears. It's kind of like the Ghostbusters. In all the marketing for the Ghostbusters, when it first came out for 1984's movie Ghostbusters, directed by Ivan Reitman, mm-hmm. Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, and Dan Aykroyd were featured in all of the promotional stuff. Yeah. Not so Ernie Hudson, the fourth Ghostbuster. You would see the three Ghostbusters on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a whole uh, activity book of the Ghostbusters that told the whole story of the movie, never showed Winston. It was just the, the the first three guys. Winston huh. didn't appear on a single page. Uh, as far as I was concerned, it was Pete Venkman, Ray Stance, Egon Spangler. Winston Zeddemore, not a, nowhere near. Same thing with the lawn bears. There lawn is bears the are wi- busting ghosts. Yes, yes. That is what I'm trying to get across, <laughs> is that they are actually ghostbusters. No, <laughs> there is a lawn bear who is the Winston of the lawn bears, and he is never featured in any of their promo. Maybe he came on fourth. Maybe it's the bear carrying the grass clippings. That's why he yeah. looks so nervous in the first picture, because he's like, I'm not getting any lemonade. Yeah. He's the Winston. He just showed up. Mm-hmm. He's been working with these guys for only a few weeks, and he has seen stuff that'll turn you white. <laughs> the walls of the 53rd precinct were bleeding. It's my favorite line from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, because that guy who says it has an awesome voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ray, has it ever occurred to you that the reason we've been so busy lately is because the dead have been rising from the grave? <laughs> One of my favorite Winston lines. In any case, that's the Berenstain Bears Lemonade Stand from 2014. We got Willow, ghosts. Where can our... What? We got ghosts. We got we lemonade. Got... We got explosions. 
a real riot. <laughs> a real, a real, a real humdinger. No, it's. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. It's a fine book. If mm-hmm. if you read it to your kids, they'll probably be tickled by it. It's 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 colorful. It's it's entertaining. They'll learn how to read within one sit down. Yep. If your kid can't read, you read them this book. They'll be reading. My guarantee. Why'd you sound like you were? Uh, a good fellow there for a second. <laughs> hey, forget all about it. Hey, don't remember anything. Hey. Where can you find us? You can find us at our other podcast. <laughs> it's Del Toro Time. So if you like if you like listening to me and Willow talk back and forth about things, listen to It's Del Toro Time. We are currently doing the Cabinet of Curiosities. Beer brand beer. With beer brand beer. Uh, you can find it at Del Toro Time. Uh, dot wordpress.com or just search it's del toro time mm-hmm. and hear a bunch of episodes of me and willow talking about things yep yeah it's on spotify and if you're looking for willow she's in the attic yep i am in the attic your attic specifically watch out <laughs> don't get spooked happy halloween if you're looking for this <laughs> if you're looking for this show you already found it but it's at uh baronstainbearcast.org it's on uh twitter at bstainbearcast and it is on facebook at deep in bear country uh thank you so much for listening hey willow thank you for joining me yeah yeah i kind of tricked you into being on this episode again. You, you tricked me i tricked you i, I did you ask to be on the bear show again at some point <laughs> you did and i was flattered and then i was gonna do one book and i was like i don't want to do that book so we did this book because it's a good yeah. book uh but otherwise thank you all so much for listening thank you for joining me once again and i'll see you all next time deep in bear country goodbye <laughs>